Hello and welcome to season two of the Witch's Tea Party. So uh, you are joining me solo whilst Ellen is um, being an absolute wild woman, crazy bear, um, traveling the outback in the Northern Territory with her beloved brand new car. Um, and I really wanted to keep this series going because we've had regular listeners and I've been off on my own setting up a new clinic and working really hard. Um, but I wanted to get this series off to a flying start, talking about conscious dating because for all of us out there, there's a lot of us out there in our 40s to 50s and 60s uh, looking for other awake uh, people, spiritual, um, conscious, whatever kind of terminology we want to use. And it becomes very clear. There's so many Facebook groups at the moment. And it's how do we navigate through this? Because it doesn't matter whether you're male or female, you can still get ghosted. There's a lot of ruthlessness out there and it really came to light recently how we are so quick to just flick people off or cast each other aside. And as an empath, it changes the dynamic even more in the sense of feeling people's energy, which is a whole other level, a whole other another dynamic, dynamic, right? So lots of the rules don't work for us. You know, the whole play it cool or don't reply to messages straight away. And none of that ever seems intuitive to me at all because it just seems game playing. But then you can be seen as too eager or too desperate. And it's just a minefield. And especially when, you know, if you're an 80s child like me, we just used to just get dressed up, go out with your friends, go clubbing, go dancing, and then you just naturally meet people. And we're living in this age where everything's technological. I refuse to go on Tinder. I proudly have never gone on Tinder. I never will use Tinder. Um, we're not interested in hookups and just a casual fling. Lots and lots of us are looking for real serious relationships that are not serious, you know. We want to be able to express ourselves. We know ourselves. We know what we're looking for. We know the qualities that we're after. And yet most of us have children. We have baggage. We have lots of trauma. We've been hurt before. Many of us divorced. Um, so then there's the, the layer of, well, then we're splitting our time between being a parent and our career and then a new relationship, which is always difficult. Um, so I really want to kind of just go with this today and talk about this topic because <laughs> it's not only been at the forefront of my mind, but also for other people that I've seen in other groups. So I've written a few things down to kind of give a little bit of structure. Um, first of all, boundaries. So this is the biggest one. And this is where I usually fall down because, again, as an empath, um, we are very understanding and a lot of us are in the intuitive healing space or we're therapists. So it's very natural, it's second nature to want to want to nurture. You know, if somebody goes, oh, I'm a bit scared, it's like, oh, that's okay, I can reassure you. I will um, reassure you of insecurities. I will come down to your level to make you feel good. And I can help to heal you and I can help to fix you. Because when you work through your stuff, it's awesome on the other end because I am living this love and light. And it's very hard to hold your own ground and hold your own vibration and, and actually say, no, I'm, I'm standing in my vibration, whichever level that is in, and waiting for that person to come in at that same level. That's, I think, the number one. 
So when it comes to setting boundaries and being assertive with others, many of us have those skills to be able to implement in the workplace with maybe ex-partners. Um, you know, we're mature, we're in our 40s, we know how to handle ourselves. But when it comes to dating someone, especially when it's someone we really like, we can come across as too keen, too eager, too desperate because we just want to let go of those boundaries. We just want everything to be love and roses and be the romantic, you know, dead of dancing movie. Or if, is that just me? I just, I just love dead of dancing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of us are true romantics. We're all looking for the perfect partner, the happy ending. And there is no perfect partner. There's no perfect person. Somebody recently said to me they're looking for the perfect woman for them. And I understand that, like they're perfect for you. But I love this post that I said I sent out recently, which was, I'm not looking for just another relationship. I'm looking for someone who's just as weird as me and for someone who can give me lots of hugs and laughter. And I love that because you're not just sharing a life together. You're not just being a life partner. You're saying that I want to have love, love and lightness. I want to have affection. You know, those are really, they're, they're up there. They're my top qualities. So when we're, when we're trying to set those boundaries, it's like, what do you say? That's okay. And that's not okay. And I had a conversation with somebody that was very, it was very immature. It was very of a sexual nature and it just completely turned me off. It was just like, it was where I was at 10 years ago, you know, you just kind of go, mm, nah, it's not going to work. And um, I felt like there was a bit of catfish there. That was a very recent profile. It only had one photo. So I was like, hey, send some more photos. I thought I'm not going to open up any more of my life because I'm a very open person. I'm not going to send you any more pictures of me in my life until I get something back. So I think that's number one in the dating because we can get so head over heels like oh this is a this is a new we gush i call it gushing right we really like this person we're like we're like oh this is exciting this is new this could be the one this could be something and we're gushing we're in this really energetic vibration and we're open and we're honest and we're free and we don't understand anyone else who is not open and honest and free but what can happen is that we're too open and honest and it's just about discernment and it's like, you know, we could, you could post photos of this, 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 like your entire life. You can give away your date of birth, you know, where you live. Like, you know, you, we've got to be wise in this because there are people out there with false profiles. So we've got to be wise and savvy at the same time as feeling into it. So intuitively, I was like, hang on, there's some yellow, orange flags. So I, I was very quickly, very in, in the early stages, hey, send me some more pictures of yourself because I didn't feel right looking at his profile. Suddenly went very quiet and I was like, ha, 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 caught you out. Didn't hear from him for a whole day. Then the following day said, oh, hey, babe. Oh, I can't stand that. Like as if we've known each other for ages. I was like, we don't. <laughs> I've never met you. It's like, hey, babe. Um, yeah, I, I've already, I was sorry. Sorry, I was really busy yesterday. And I opened it, read it, never responded. You can say that's ghosting someone, but at least I read the message. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't I didn't say there's any point in getting into it because what do you say from that? Do I say, hey, I'm not interested anymore? And then they're opening up to a conversation. I just, just didn't address it. 
okay but he never chased either if he asked the question i would have responded if he said hey what's going on why are you not talking to me i would have gone because i don't trust you because you're not sending me any photos what's going on this is this is this is fishy um so that's one important boundary we can set when it's in terms of communication that's another trigger and I'd love to share my story with you because this was happening over the, the, the new moon. So the new moon, 25th of October, and then the full moon, the blood moon. Um, lots of people have been talking about it. It's affected so many of us. Everything's very up and down. Lots of confusion, indecision, like turmoil, trauma, all this stuff sort of come up. And it feels like we're in a washing machine. And amongst this, I met someone and felt a really, really strong connection. And I have spoken to quite a lot of people in the, in the past year. We're at November now, so it's been a good, a good nearly, you know, 11 months of um, sort of just dipping in and out. You know, I'll date someone for a couple of months, then that finishes and I have a bit, a bit of a break. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready to date again. And, you know, so you do talk to other, to, to other people and you do get better at being able to feel people's energies quicker. So again, as an empath, you know, it's like, oh, I like how they talk, I like their speech, or you can tell by the sound of their voice. There's lots of things, and, you're, and it's not a judgment. This is very, very clear. This is not you judging them on their appearance or judging them how they speak. It's just, it's more of a knowing. It's like a gut feeling. And this certain person, um, firstly, their eyes caught my attention and was like, whoa, what? What was that? It's a big, big giveaway for me. It's, it's, it is the windows of the soul, right? And it was like, wow, look at their eyes. And then I heard their voice and it was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and I saw their lips and I was like, oh, I could just really imagine kissing those lips. And I actually fell, I can't say I fell in love. I melted, my heart was melting by listening to how they parented because listening to their kindness, and it was amazing in that instance, I thought, that's what turns me on. Kindness is what turns me on. And I didn't know that about myself. And it's not just kindness, you know, there was banter, sense of humor, there was connection, there was real lightheartedness, like everything, tick, 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 right? But this is what really got me. That's what struck my heart chord. And all of a sudden it felt like, because we both have children, I know or I knew it was going to be hard to spend time with them. But none of that mattered because I just wanted to be in them, within the family, with them in that moment. It was like, your boys sound amazing. You sound amazing. Yeah, it's hard work. Yeah, it's going to be tumultuous. Yeah, it's, it's not always like that. But you're in it together and you're a team and you still can make time for adult time somewhere through that especially if you've got ex-partners and you have weekends free and stuff. But, so that's another, that was a massive quality that, you know, one guy I'm speaking to has never had kids, who's really immature. The next one's got kids. We just click. We understand what it's like to be a parent. That's 100% number one for me. So everybody that you meet and talk to can show you different things about yourself. So that's a really interesting tool in all of this because they're like mirrors reflecting components of yourself right and it shows your vibration of where you're at so if you keep on attracting in a certain type of guy so for example years ago I only attracted in guys that wanted to use me for SEX 
and I couldn't understand why but because my level of vibration was that I was only worthy of that so even though deep and I was craving for a family I was craving to settle down with somebody I really wanted a baby daddy I really wanted family I've always only ever wanted family and stability and yet I was flitting between people who were non-committal so I couldn't understand why and it was because you know deep down inside I was scared to commit you know I was so scared of being hurt and petrified and I hadn't really done that inner work so that's another really good thing to remember that every single person we meet and have an interaction with is an opportunity to learn and grow and we can always use that to say thank you say thank you for sending me that person universe um next time can I have someone who's available or thank you universe for sending that person can you make sure they're ready <laughs> available and ready you know you don't have to have this massive list of oh they've got to have be six foot two and blue eyes you know it's like these things are bonuses you know if you're looking at someone on a soul level I've said I've got I as an introduction to getting to know someone I've got five top qualities so I'm like communication key because if you just shut down and stop talking man we're never going to get on <laughs> you got to keep that flow going um trust and loyalty you know being able to know that there's no lies between you and to have the same morals and ethics that lying is the same as cheating which is just fundamentally destructive you know absolutely got no time space for it um so yeah so having those in your mind as well and being really crystal clear is very useful and helpful and you're not being picky you're not saying I've got to my man's got to make more money than me and he's got to be six foot tall he's gonna have brown hair and like that is all just superficial bullshit you're never gonna find the perfect partner if you have an impossible list and this is why so many people are, hit, are so hit and miss and we are making judgments you're making a judgment on someone's photo are you looking deeply into their eyes are you looking at their soul you know and, and the gift of being an empath is that you can to a certain degree go into their energy field you need to ask permission really but you can get a good guidance and you feel and you know for someone I felt sadness you know real sadness and it's like oh honey I just want to come and heal you and, and make you better and show you that you, you can trust someone to be happy again but that's their journey and I can't intervene with that and then and that's my fixer and healer thing um but yeah my story that I was going to share about um when people show you things about yourself is somebody again didn't get back to me I was talking to this guy beautiful beautiful man for four days and then but we set a date and then book radio silence and I got so anxious and it just reared up in, into me and I was like, oh my, what, what is this? It was like some grizzly bear came out and I was like, oh, I'm so anxious, I'm so anxious, what's happened, what's happened, what have I done wrong, what have I, and I was like, no, I'm breaking that habit, I'm not going to pick myself apart and this is not about anything that I've done wrong. Yes, I can be intense, this is not about me, what's going on for them, okay? And um, the fact that I got so anxious showed me that I still have an, a fear of abandonment that I thought I had worked through. So again, that's an opportunity to go, thank you for showing me that I have that to work through. I love you too, my darling. Oh God, my son just came in and said, I love you. 
God. Oh, um, so when it came up to this big blood full moon, okay, this is the sequence. Throughout the week, I kept getting the message, trust, just trust and have faith, trust and have faith, trust, trust, trust. And I was like, yeah, I do trust. Like, what, what, where am I going with this? And then this anxiety came up with fear of abandonment. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I was afraid of being abandoned. I didn't think that was an issue. But yeah, when I really, really like somebody, crap, it's still there. Oh, I know. And then with the full moon, and I went deep into my body and said, what is it that I need to release? Sorry, what is it that, I, that you want me to release? It came up, release the need of overgiving. And all of a sudden, the jigsaw puzzles came together. So I need to release the need of overgiving. I overgive to everybody in my life and don't retain anything for myself because of a fear of abandonment. So if I trust in the universe and trust and know that I'm fully held and supported within life, because I will never abandon myself, and I supply all the needs in my life, I supply my own love, I supply my own independence, my own wealth, my own health, creativity, I supply all of that, and with the support of God and God's source. You know, God's got my back, 100%. I have faith in that because of the high intention and the spiritual work that I do. And that's been proven time and time again. If I have trust in that, then there is no fear of abandonment, which means I can release the need to overgive. Ha! <laughs> it was awesome. And all of this came from dating someone, or can I say talking to someone for four days. And I felt into this intuitively and went, I just, I, this doesn't feel like I'm being ghosted, like there's something else going on. And again, felt into it, da, 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 da. Sure enough, he messaged me Friday night, hey, I'm really sorry, it's been a really bad week. So it's such an interesting journey and also catching the ego. And this is what I wanted to talk about today as well, about the ego. And it can work against us. And it's so tricky because, you know, I've got a team of friends behind me that's like, mm -mm, girlfriend, know yourself. So I, I do the, do the, the clicks again. Mm -mm, girlfriend, <laughs> like know your self-worth, be a diva. He can't treat you like that. He just, I, I always go into an American accent. I'm so sorry. I just feel like I'm on um, Jerry Springer. And it's like, mm -mm, girlfriend, it's like, yeah, not gonna treat me like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes from, can I say, a strong black woman, because strong black women are fucking fierce. You don't mess with them, you know? And I love them for it. And I, I try and embody that. So I think that's why I go into this, uh, mm -mm. so that's a, as an aside, and that's not being racist. That's a cultural thing, and I have the utmost respect. And I wish it could be more like that because I'm a reserved English person and it's pretty cringy. But anyway, that's an aside. So channeling that fierce, you know, like, I'm not going to put up with any shit in my life, you know, like you can't do like that. Yeah, you're in your diva mode, you're in your self-worth. But that can also stem from ego and you're not bringing in that spiritual awareness when you have that feeling of, you know, I can easily, this is the difference, I can easily give Mr. M the flick because I could feel there's ego there I could feel my energy changing it became a bit narcissistic I was doing these like 
weird selfies. I was trying to make myself look younger in and thinner in. And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 what is this? This is not me being my natural self. That's the ego, yeah? So that's very easy to go, nah, you're not right for me. See ya. Because even remember, the people that we talk to are in our energy field, in our consciousness. That is an energy link and an energy cord, let alone coming into contact with them and sleeping with them. That's even stronger. So put it this way. If you are sleeping with someone who is depressed and has low self-worth, over a period of time, you will also become depressed and have low self-worth. Okay, you cannot change them. You cannot increase their in, uh, vibration. They feel good, but especially from a man, from a woman, man from woman rather than woman from man, it depletes us. It takes our chi literally from our juicy lips of vagina. That's tantric teaching. Okay, and it's Kundalini energy uh, yoga. Like the, the, we we they, they, <laughs> we all understand that. So if that's kind of gone, what what was that? think about it you know you're exchanging bodily fluids you're exchanging energy fields you're exchanging that close intimate contact so you do take on literally particles of them okay so knowing all of that even just being just having a, a messenger or a whatsapp or that kind of conversation that can be energetically draining so be discerning as to what groups you're in and i had to leave a singles group because they're these two dickheads and they put this really sexist post on there and I called them up on it and I was like no nah, that's not funny they're like oh where's your sense of humor love and I was like I have a sense of humor but that's not fucking funny like save it for your mates this is a singles group it's not appropriate and then you know I was like oh yeah cool and I was just like oh why am I even wasting my time and energy so I just left I just thought I just don't I don't need to be here if you all find that funny yeah go for it you know good one mate um, but I haven't got time for that. It's just, it was really berating. It was degrading and it was negative and it was just, it was just nasty. So anyway, um, so coming back to who we're talking to and our energy links, you know, streamline that because we can have so many virtual conversations in our head. We are creating all these different energy links and it's not good it's just the same as sleeping with lots of people it's having too many energetic cords linked in with us we'll become this like crazy energetic octopus and we need to cut those energetic cords and be clean and clear so really just focusing on a few people is really really good and especially with dating you don't want to be dating several people at a time um that can be the i don't think it has the right intention behind it you know um again it's from ego and that's what i mean about where's the line between your self-worth and self-esteem and saying this is what i deserve and this is what i expect compared to the ego where it's like i want to be treated like a fucking queen you know it's like hey <laughs> calm down sister <laughs> like let's just have compassion for what we've all been through and there's a lot of guys out there who have been through the ringers and they we all need nurture okay it's not just about 
a man being a tough guy and they're strong enough to support us and they just just inundate us with gifts and treat us like a princess. I don't even want to be in that kind of relationship. I want someone to meet me as equal. You know, they can look me in the eye and say, yeah, I've been hurt too. It's good that we understand pain because we will not disrespect each other in that same way because we understand what that feels like. So coming to that level of relationship and saying, this is this is me, I know who I am, I know what I will tolerate and won't tolerate. You can be assertive, but still gentle and caring and nurturing and compassionate and understanding. You know, it doesn't have to be this 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 all in or all out. And it can be very, um, yeah, like you're pushing away the very thing that you want. Um, and the whole, you know, oh, people want to chase and like, oh, it's, it, it, it's very um, egotistical. And and I do agree with a lot of classic psychology in terms of dating when you're younger, you know, like the thrill of the chase and acting a bit coy and, you know, kind of not giving away things too much. But look, it's 2022. We've been through COVID. A lot of people are spiritually awake. A lot of us are in our 40s with kids. We don't want to waste time. We're not playing games. We understand what it's like to be a parent and, and sustain a career, and it's a stressful life. Um, we're crystal clear as to what we want, and it can be very empowering to, to bring that to the table and go, this is who I am. I know who I am. I'm happy with who I am. And do you want to meet me as an equal? Um, and all the joys that that can bring, rather than game playing and uh, just feels yucky. Um, and that doesn't mean that we are making excuses for bad behaviour. So let's really hone in on this now, because again, as empaths, we can attract in narcissists, we can attract in abusers, and man, they just see us as a golden ticket. They're just like, ha ha, we've got a great one here. And they play on our kindness. And I've had this. It's, it's awful because our intuition usually tells us things don't feel right, but we choose to ignore it because we want the happy ending. We really do. And then if we get into a confrontation of things that don't feel right, that can lead to domestic abuse. So often a lot of women I've seen are so desperate to have a man around the house. They've been a single man for a long time. They fall for the charm. They won't confront and they'll just say everything's happy, you know, tickety-boo. Awful, you know, great, great. But it's really not. It's not an authentic relationship and that means more to me above everything else. I would rather be alone and have a thousand cats when, and die in my rocking chair than be with the wrong person. 100%. I've said it all my life and I'll keep on saying it. I would rather that than be with the wrong person. I want to be with a soulmate who gets me. We get each other. We can support each other. We help each other grow. You know, we can handle and adapt through change. But it is abuse. It, you know, ignorance is never bliss. It's superficial bullshit. <laughs> and having that authentic partner blows it away. And I've had that. So when you've experienced a really, really good relationship where you are just real with each other, 
you know that anything else is a cup is is never going to cut it so never make excuses for bad behavior because we're so desperate for the happy ending that's the danger zone and empaths can fall into that very easily you know it's like oh well it's okay he didn't talk to me for five days because he's been through a really hard time and my nature my, my nurturing nature can kick in and go oh i understand it's okay i'm here for you and i had to really pull back and go well no like yeah you're busy it takes two seconds to send a message when you're having a poo let's be real with this okay we all take our phones to the toilet it takes two seconds to say hey really busy but i'm thinking of you that's all you need and it doesn't work for me to not have that communication if you just shut down it doesn't work for me and yeah it triggers me that's my issue and i should i really want to be that chilled out girlfriend that goes it's cool it's okay that's just what he does but can you imagine if you've had an argument and you really want to resolve it and then you don't hear from someone for a week? <laughs> it's like, what is happening? <laughs> and yeah, maybe if you've been in a long-term relationship and you know that that's just the way things are and that's the way to handle things, then that can work. You know, you give each other space and you know they're going to come back. But in the early days of dating, it's like, well, no, I need to set that boundary and say that's not okay. And he knew it was not okay and apologised before I even got, before I even said anything so that that signifies he's a decent person because he's identified that it was not okay it was rude and he was very he's sorry he said sorry twice so to me that's a sign of respect and that's really good it still needs a conversation though it still needs like hey you can talk to me about anything it's cool I'll be a chilled out perfect partner as long as you don't shut me out you shut me out, yeah, like that just hurts. That just hurts because you're just left wondering, like, what the fuck is happening? You've been in a car crash? Are you okay? <laughs> you, uh, you know, like, you don't know what's happened. So never make excuses for bad behavior. And that includes our own behavior. You know, taking responsibility and accountability, I think, is key in any relationship, including the relationship with ourselves. So, to sum up then, conscious dating 2022, how do we navigate it? I think that firstly, feeling and trusting ourselves with intuition. There's a fine balance and it's, it's a bit of an art and it's a skill between learning to identify quickly who we develop more intimate um, conversations with and I, I personally like to meet as soon as possible because if you just, you know, you, you it can be very disempowering. You're giving away a lot of information about yourself. You're building up a, a fictitious person without even knowing if there's chemistry between you or if they're even real. Could be a fake profile. You've got to look after ourselves, especially women. I'm sorry, but we we do. And I've had friends have been catfished. They were catfished for months, and it's just awful because you're you're falling head over heels with somebody that's not even real. Well, they're living a, a separate life and it's it's yucky and it's too common because people want a partner in everyday life that they can lean on and rely on but they're so bored that they just want to go online and flirt with someone else and it's very very toxic so we have the responsibility to make sure it doesn't happen um for ourselves as well as 
you know, for the greater good. Um, yeah, the skill with getting really good and being quick at going, no, nah, that's not for me. But when you do feel that connection, to nurture that and give it time and, and look look to see what is it showing you. Is it showing you where your work, your extra work needs to be done? Because that is a gift. Every single one of them is. And even for me, I thought maybe this just isn't the right time for me to be dating. There's a lot of things I want to do at the moment. I want to channel into my work. I want to get on top of my study. It's coming up to Christmas. I've got a court case coming up. You know, like all these things, it's like, have I even got time for a relationship? Have I got the energy to give to somebody else? I don't, I don't think I do. So be fair. And if it's taking up too much headspace, it's like just, just, you know, streamline, become very clear, keep your energy very crystal clear and your vibration high so that then that person comes in at the level. So can we stop attracting the same type of people? Absolutely, by doing our inner work, you know, finding that mentor, mentor investing in our spiritual health. You know, dig deep, dig deep, dig deep and keep releasing. Work through trauma. It all has to come up to be healed. I I, I know a lot of people are against counselling because it feels like if you talk, you're just regurgitating. But there are so many different therapies, including the one that I do in Tantra. And I'm not going to do a sales pitch here. But there's so much that people are drawn to and resonated that I encourage you to go with that just blast into your emotions the depth of your being you know looking at shadow work inner child past life and it just blows open wide your heart and the more that you can release the fear and trauma even if you think you don't have any <laughs> there's bound to be something lurking in there trust me and from lifetimes and from our, um, our ancestors the more love and light we can be it held in you know and the vibration raised so that's number one if you are attracting the same type of people where is it that the work that, need, that you need to be doing and it's very interesting they are mirrors and reflection of where you're at because I can see that with every single person I date it's like oh I'm going up 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 they're getting better and better and better because people that I I would dabble with ten years ago. Not even in my reality now. They're not. They're not even in my peripherals. They just do not exist because they're not on my radar. Does that make sense? It's like tuning into the radio station and tuning into the right frequency. And it's like I just don't listen to eighty eight FM what anymore. You know <laughs> whatever it is. Staying protected whilst open hearted. I think is the the most important and most discerning thing we can do all of us and it is hard because we want to be open and trusting and yet we've got to be discerning and it can be scary and especially when we meet someone we think oh my god they're the bee's knees I'm feeling intense emotions you want to run with it and sometimes you can freeze in the headlights because it's all overwhelming and too much and I just invite you to feel into it keep feeding into it if it feels right trust it and go with it never give up never stop believing you know love is what matters and there are good guys out there I've met the most beautiful beautiful men and sometimes we've just stayed friends most of the time we've just stayed friends um and they are like I I've I could never be a man hater I can never say oh they're all bastards they're all out there you know they're all scumbags no way 
everybody in my life now is beautiful. I have the most beautiful friends encouraging me and supporting me and sending me love. It's amazing. And the same goes for for um, women, you know, like we don't we don't all cheat. We're the ones that have been blasted. We're the ones that have been hurt and traumatized. And we are shit scared of meeting a guy and, and putting our trust in them again and letting them into our home and into our bed, you know, near our beautiful children. You know, so we need that trust and nurturing from you guys as well. You know, your feminine aspects and to go easy on us. Um, and women, don't scare them off so much. Don't be masculine too much. You know, it can be very difficult for guys to come forward and that whole traditional role and stereotype, you know. And I know I can be really intimidating. You know, I come across, I'm full on, I'm confident, I know what I want, I've got this fire energy, I'm very much my masculine energy, you know. And I, it's not about toning it down, but, you know, one concept is that it will never be too much for the right person you know they'll be attracted to it rather than put off by it um but i think awareness is key and you know someone who's just met me can go whoa <laughs> because they don't yet know me as me for me as that all-rounded person whereas my friends i've known for years they're like yeah we get you so just bear that in mind as well as to how we come across and don't be too quick to judge oh my god i can't stand the older i'm getting the more I can't stand judgment. I see, when I see judgment, I hate it. It's like you haven't even got to know X, Y, Z. Don't judge that person. You don't know the story. You don't know the background. You know, if I had ever made any judgments, I wouldn't have never, wouldn't have the most beautiful friends in my life. <laughs> um, I'm just going to read here um, any of the notes that I've put here. Compassion for other people's circumstances. Yes. So we can have compassion for other people's circumstances without making excuses for bad behavior and that's again it's like a tightrope you know it's a thin line between um the the two opposites you know it's like being too trusting and being too closed down you know taking a chance and being too open-hearted and you know bad excuses bad behavior um or actually showing compassion and going yeah like I'm really sorry you've had a really shit week you know I've had a shit week too let's talk about it <laughs> and it's all about connection we're all craving connection all of us are craving connection and it's a beautiful thing that you know I was let down on a date this weekend and my ego was like mm -hmm, I'm gonna go out with somebody else I'm gonna go out by myself I'm not gonna let someone else ruin that for me like I just want to go and do what I want to do uh, when all that kind of like petered down I was like you know what I just want to stay home I just want to be in my own um comfort I'm actually you know recording this podcast on a Saturday night but yeah I was, I was dancing around to music I put the Christmas tree up we've had a great time and it's such a nice zone to be in you go yeah I was disappointed but you know what I supply my own love and I love being in my own company so a relationship is a bonus and also guys to remember that when we're often in a new relationship that's usually when all the triggers start that's when the hard work starts and it isn't a movie fairy tale you know all you know stuff that we could think we are over and dead and buried can all of a sudden come rearing to the surface and it's like whoa because as soon as you start to feel feel have feelings for somebody 
there can be fear of getting hurt again and then there can be memories that come up and then you're you've got PTSD and trauma and all these other things and that's just unresolved work you know and there are people that are like I'm ready I've done my work I'm ready and my heart is wide open and it's beautiful it's a beautiful place to be in and and it's there are many many of us looking and many of us not successful and it's very interesting it's a very interesting time that's why I wanted to do a whole topic on it because there are so many conscious awake people that are single and not able to couple up and I do have a little bit of a theory that it's just not what we should be doing right now in this point of time in this world but that's just my theory (laughs) and really we are the creators and manifestors of our lives so I need to turn my my internal language from oh god it's so hard to date at my age there's everybody's married I need to turn that into oh it's so easy to date at my age there's so many people available you see the difference (laughs) expansion from fearful if I keep on saying how hard it is it's always going to be hard you know so we have to manifest and be our own creators um I think that's everything I wanted to discuss. And I wanted to just finish on this beautiful, beautiful thing that my friend said today. You are a god or goddess in your own right and you're on your own path. So always remember that. And a relationship with someone else is a bonus. We don't need anyone for anything. That's the very dangerous place to be in. You know, I dated somebody and they said, I need this, and I need that, and I need that, and that. And they'd already said that a previous relationship, which broke down, they were constantly just saying what the other person needed. And it was only after a couple of months that I went, you know, I haven't once come to you and told you what I need from you because I supply my own needs. I don't need anything from you. I'm just enjoying hanging out and spending time. But all I got from them was, I need this, I need that, I need that for me. And nothing I did was good enough. And it was such a good mirror because I have been on the other side before. And and I've had men in my life say, nothing I ever do is good enough. And so to be on the other side of it, I, I was able to vocalize and say, when you say that, I feel like shit. I feel like I'm failing. Like it doesn't matter what I change in my life nothing is ever good enough for you so that was so insightful so always 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 have gratitude and say thank you for whatever that relationship shows you even if it's just a couple of months if it's just a little dating you know and one person this year was had so many insecurities riddled with insecurities and it was such a contrast because when I met him he was super confident and let me put it this way he wasn't very attractive But that doesn't matter to me because I'm attracted to someone's soul. What attracted me to him was his confidence and his kindness. So I was set up by another friend and she said, oh, he's so kind, he's such a kind man, he's so kind, he's so kind, he's so kind. I was like, okay, kind, kind, kind. And um, yeah, he was so confident to lay back. I was like, I'm so turned on by how confident he is. But as I got to know him, all these insecurities came out and then he was projecting them onto me and then because we were sleeping together I then felt really insecure and I was like this is not my this is not my stuff like this is not me what is going on 
And yeah, like it, communication wasn't working and uh, a couple of things happened. It's, I've got like a three strike on your rule, three strike rule out. <laughs> three strikes and you're out rule, okay? So it's like, if you have one disagreement, okay, that's a hiccup that you learn from. A second one is like, hang on, this is a pattern happening. Third time, you're gone, you know? And it's, it's very empowering. And that's not being harsh or brutal, but if you've got three arguments within two months, there's something wrong. And I'm not afraid to walk away. And I think that's very healthy. And that's, again, those boundaries, coming back to what we said at the beginning, boundaries that you set with yourself. You know, that's your self-worth. That's your uh, standard because it stops you falling back into toxic relationships. And a toxic relationship is always a lot worse than no relationship. (laughs) You don't have to go into a bad relationship to learn things all the time. You can choose to learn from them by opting out and saying, ah, ah, this is a toxic codependent relationship, see you later, you know, and still do your inner work. So please, 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 anybody out there and from someone who's gone through domestic violence and domestic abuse and coercive control, never, ever, 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 ever under any circumstance risk your safety to be in that relationship all the safety of your kids and there are methods and resources and tactics to escape in a certain way so please never ever ever risk you or your child's or children's well-being okay get help do it properly and do it safely and get out okay you can do it nothing is impossible And trust me, I'll wrap this up by saying this. I left when I had a temporary visa, no income, no job. I was self-employed, no business, no money. Only my credit cards that were up to the hilt. I had no family. They're in the UK. All my friends were in Sydney, two two and a half hour drive away. I I hadn't established friends in in this uh, neighbourhood. I had nowhere to go. I couldn't even go to the refuges because they were full up. And I still managed to do it. Okay, I still managed to get my own rental. I managed to get my business going. By the grace of God, (laughs) a nun took me into her, her house. You know, miracles do happen. You just really have to work hard for it. But I'll tell you something, it's the most rewarding thing in the world. And knowing that me and my son were safe was the best feeling I've ever had in my entire life. And I I prayed to God that night. I remember I sat there, I sat on the floor. My son was asleep on the bed. I had one bedroom with two beds in it. So I pushed the beds together. He was asleep. And I just sat on the floor, cross-legged to meditate. And I just was beaming gratitude with tears down my eyes. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that we are safe. And nothing else really matters. You know, it doesn't matter what you've got in your wardrobe or how much money you've got in the bank. All of that can be worked out. All of that can be negotiated. All of that. <laughs> Things just seem to fall into place. Trust me. The universe has your back. So I'll wrap it up there. And I hope that that has shed some light and helps other people out there that are contrastating. 
And especially, as I say, as an empath, it's even trickier. But if we can turn it around and use it as a gift rather than a curse, you can get quicker at discerning people's energy. In fact, online is probably even better because we don't have to go out there and feel people's energy and, 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 and you know, be repelled or take anything on or have to, you know, drink alcohol or anything like that in order to connect with people. So that's a really good positive, um, uh, yeah, positive outcome of being online. And we can still feel into people's energy. And like I say, never, ever give up. There's a lot of men out there and they're just, they keep getting ghosted. They can't seem to make a connection. And I've always gone onto their groups. I'm like, never give up. Just don't give up. Just stay open-hearted. Stay in your heart center. You know, keep on visualizing your soul partner coming to you. And just stay open and open to receive. And let the universe do what it needs to do to line things up. And it is tricky and it does take a long time. But if you put your barriers up, if you put your walls up, if you, you know, don't deal with your inner, most inner deep fears um, or there's, you're still hanging on to hurt and trauma, that's all just blocking the heart chakra, yeah? So I really encourage you to. And look, on that note, if you do want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, um, I am going to be putting some courses together. Um, some mini courses as well as some meditation and sexual healing bundles as well as an ebook so it's all going to come up onto the it's all been done behind the scenes just got to get it out there um stay in touch it's the sacredlovequeen.com and um i'll put it on the end of this as well oh hey guys i haven't seen that you um we've got woody bush on here and oh i can't say this sarush is that right? Did I say that? Um, just wrapping things up, but that's how you're going to get hold of me if you do want to work on more heart-centered um, practice. And um, reach out, and the email is tantrawithamanda at gmail.com. And if there's any other topics you want me to address, I love the fact that I can do this on a Saturday night. And um, yeah, so if there's any topics you want to know about, anything to do with love, sex, the heart center, energy systems, just drop us a line and um, I will address them on here. So stay tuned. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend wherever you are in the world. And I will see you very soon. Mwah! Sending lots and lots of love. Stay safe.